Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. There's a saying, and it might sound familiar, but notice the twist on the saying. It goes like this. Distance makes the heart grow fonder for someone else. Distance makes the heart grow fonder for someone else. You know, there's some truth to this variation. In fact, in order to maintain a close relationship, mind you, the word communion, close relationship, communion, it is important that we talk to them, see them, but more importantly, be with them. You know, I think we've realized that all the things we try to do during the COVID pandemic or around Zoom and Skype or whatever, maybe doing these virtual things, is not fully a communion. And in fact, even though we may be in the same space, we may just be in common. So what's the difference? I would say, like, going to the DMV, I've got to do that on Monday. Uh, that's going to be in common. I'm going to be talking to somebody, and we're going to exchange information. But communion is sharing my heart, soul, my body, my mind, my thoughts, my, my very self, all of me, in an exchange of love. Not in a transactional way, but just giving and listening in love. And when we do this, we will grow closer to our loved ones. This is the key to our relationship with God. How do we build communion with God? Well, just one of those aspects is in one word, prayer. Prayer. So what, what is prayer? We may have our definition. I have one. If you don't mind, the working definition I'd like to offer is divine communication. Divine communication. We commune and speak and listen to God. But it's divine communication with all those who are in heaven too because we also know there are other persons in heaven other than God, right? There's God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and the saints. So we as Catholic Christians, we ask the saints to commune with us and join us and help us in praying for us. And also maybe your favorite angels. Same thing. So towards my last years of seminary, and, and as we live our lives we try to pray, but in seminary, it's very formalized. There's morning prayer, there's noon prayer, there's evening prayer. But I needed to dedicate myself to a particular personal prayer. And that prayer was quiet listening. Like, be quiet and listen. Because I'm an extrovert, I like to talk and I'm thinking a lot. And I needed to shut down and listen. And I did this, and it was through this communing with God, because God has more to say that is important than I do. Besides, he knows everything I'm going to say anyway. Why, why even say it? Well, because sometimes we need to just kind of do a, a divine dump, you know, to God. Love, God, you know, Lord God, I'm struggling with this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, I know, and I love you. That's what I need to hear. That's what's needed being said. But I can tell you that it's this particular form of prayer that convinced me and built me up so that I knew that I could have the gifts and the calling of the priesthood. 
It's one of the key links in my journey. And to this day, I still do it. So I got up this morning at 5.30 a.m., had my time. Yesterday, I tried it as well. But you know what? Am I perfect at this? No, last night, or yesterday, I should say, I had my computer, and I was going to—I started working on my homily. Yeah, I was working. But I'm talking to God, and, and in the mornings, I need to, you know, have a conversation with God, and I have to do some little work, but it filled my entire time that I dedicated. And so I blew it. Didn't get that time. Thus, I was a little bit different yesterday. Didn't get my special listening session in for me. And then during this time, there's been some dryness. If you've done some prayer for any serious time, you'll find sometimes there's not, I'm not getting a lot of, you know, consolation. It's kind of more like desolation. Other times it's amazingly fruitful, and it's wonderful, and I just feel just excited, and I know I'm loved. Sometimes I fall asleep. <gasps> Uh-oh, I'm really in trouble. No, 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 no. No worries. This is God's time. And whatever happens in God's time is his time, so I'm falling asleep with him, and, it's, and I'll begin my prayers typically. Lord, this is your time. Have me here. This is... This chair in this room is for you and you only. And even if I fall asleep, talk to me. And he does. And I've woken up when I'm before just frantic and panicked and worried. Now calm and finally listening. It's kind of like, you know, Bill, you're talking too much. You're thinking too much. Blip. Now take a rest. And blip. Come on back. Sometimes people feel like guilty. I fell asleep at mass. Well, not mass, right? <laughs> During our, my, my time of silent prayer. It's okay. If you fall asleep at mass, just don't snore, because then I would get self-conscious, okay? Sometimes people might struggle because they are distracted. Here's an analogy. It might help. You're, you're, you're with your beloved. You're on the front porch in a, like a little swinging you know, chair or you're in the backyard just hanging out or maybe you're going for a walk or who knows, you're in the living room just kind of hanging out. Is it a violation of your covenant of love that you're thinking about other things, daydreaming while you're just being with them? Do you, must you at all moments have absolute thinking about your loved one at that moment or is it okay? It's like, I'm with my beloved. So put this together with God. If you're going to be distracted with whom would you rather be with than your beloved, right? So it's okay. I'm thinking, I'm distracted. I'll just gently bring myself back. I'm not going to feel guilty about this. God, you knew what I was thinking. Some's good stuff. Maybe some of it's sin, like I'm being selfish. I'm thinking about myself. You heard it all. I just come back. See, distractions are not something I worry about. Because I've allowed God in all those distractions, too. Again, I'm not perfect. How about you? Do you pray? And if you pray, what does it look like? Like, if we had a camera, how could you be convicted of praying? How, what would it look like? Could they find, that, you know, people on the video camera watching you? They're praying. Some of it may be disguised, because maybe you're praying while you're in the car. Oh, dear Lord, get this person away from me because they're dangerous. Right? 
It may be hard to find time alone in prayer. And I've talked to some moms, and some of them are genius. You know, the bathroom and the throne is a great place to sit and get away from it all and pray. Is that a little too earthy? So we have a treasure trove of prayers we can say. But I'd like us to think about, quit talking and just listen. As an extrovert, some of the most potent retreats I've ever been on are silent retreats for like almost a week. Can you imagine? Prayer can then bring us into a deep communion with our Lord. It is divine communication. And he does have more to say to us that's valuable than we have to say to him. But sometimes, again, we may need to just vent to him. So here's some homework. If you are not praying, spend a minute or two this week each day dedicated, wherever you happen to be, to God. If you're in the car, turn off the radio for that one or two minutes. Or maybe turn on some praise music or something. If you can't find a space, be creative. I gave you a couple of options just now. And if you are already praying, maybe bump it up a little bit. If you find yourself distracted, just bring yourself gently back and don't feel guilty. And if you fall asleep, just don't wake everybody up in the house, okay? You might start your prayer like this. This is what I do. Sit down in my chair, go, okay, God, I'm here. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, this is your time. Tell me what you need to know, what I need to know, and help me to listen well. And maybe there's people I need to pray for. Lord, there's these individuals. And then be quiet. And listen. I hear things like the air conditioning. I hear cars driving away or by. And every now and then I hear those crows, and I really have to pray when they come around. But it's like I'm in my little inner sanctum, and outside the house or my prayer space is the world going on, and it's part of God's creation. And I rejoice in that. And then I finish it up with some more praise. Thank you, Lord. And I end it like I'm going to end this homily in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.